Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Luke chapter 6 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We'll then review the key takeaways and we'll end our session with a short prayer. So let us get started. Luke 6, Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields, and his disciples began to pick some heads of grain, rub them in their hands, and eat the kernels. Some of the Pharisees asked, Why are you doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? Jesus answered them, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God, and taking the consecrated bread, he ate what is lawful only for priests to eat, and he also gave some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. On another Sabbath he went into the synagogue and was teaching, and a man was there whose right hand was shriveled. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus. So they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. But Jesus knew what they were thinking and said to the man with a shriveled hand, Get up and stand in front of everyone. So he got up and stood there. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? He looked around at them and then said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He did so, and his hand was completely restored. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were furious and began to discuss with one another what they might do to Jesus. The Twelve Apostles one of those days, Jesus went to the mountainside and prayed and spent the night praying to God. When morning came, he called his disciples to him and chose twelve of them, whom he also designated apostles, Simon, whom he named Peter, his brother Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon, who was called the Zealot, Judas, son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. Blessings and woes. He went down with them and stood on a level place. A large crowd of his disciples was there, and a great number of people from all over Judea, from Jerusalem, and from the coastal region around Tyre and Sidon, who had come to hear him to be healed of their diseases. Those troubled by impure spirits were cured, and the people all tried to touch him, because power was coming from him and healing them all. Looking at his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you and insult you and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, because great is your reward in heaven. For that is how their ancestors treated the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you will go hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when everyone speaks well of you, for that is how their ancestors treated the false prophets. Love for enemies. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. 
Give to everyone who asks you, and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, because He is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Judging others, do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. He also told them this parable. Can the blind lead the blind? Would they not both fall into a pit? The student is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like their teacher. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when you yourself fail to see the plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. A tree and its fruit. No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. The wise and the foolish builders. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I should show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. This is the end of Luke chapter 6. Now let's look at the key takeaways. Takeaway number one, scribes and Pharisees are upset at Jesus and his disciples for, guess what, for plucking corn from a field during the Sabbath because they consider that to be work. So Jesus claims to be over the Sabbath and directly he's telling them he is the Messiah, he is the anointed one, which made the religious leaders furious even more. Jesus then cures a man with a withered hand in the synagogue during the Sabbath at another time, and Jesus tries to teach them that they're too hung up on the law. He asks them, is it not lawful to do good instead of evil during the Sabbath? They just simply can't understand this. The second takeaway, we see Jesus choosing the 12 disciples. He then gives a sermon on the plateau, which is remarkably similar to the Sermon on the Mount. So that points to the fact that Jesus um, often used and repeated his sermons with different crowds. In Luke 6, verse 20, we read, And he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, Blessed 
be ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. In Luke 6, verse 21, he continues, Blessed are ye that hunger now, for ye should be filled. Blessed are ye that weep now, for ye should laugh. So Jesus is talking to the poor in spirit and for those who hunger for the truth, for his spiritual truth. And they should be the ones to inherit the earth through God's mercy and grace and salvation through Jesus. The third takeaway, and we see it in Luke uh, 6.41, we read, And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but perceivest not the beam that is in thy own eye? In Luke, uh, again, chapter 6, verse 43, he continues, For a good tree bringeth not forth corrupt fruit, neither does a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. So before we tell others to live a righteous life, what Jesus is telling us is that we must allow God to purge the sin out of our own life. Our life will be a reflection of what is in our heart. Good fruit will come out of a heart devoted to God, and bad fruit will come from a heart that opposes God's truth. So in summary, Jesus continues to explain to the religious leaders that they have lost sight of God's law in favor of man's law created for them to keep God's law. So they fail to realize that Jesus is the anointed one, the Messiah the law speaks about. And he points them to the hypocrisy of their evil ways. He shows them that the only way for their life to truly be holy is to be dedicated to following him, the Messiah, who is the only way to God's grace and salvation. So let us end with a short prayer. Almighty Savior and ruler of the heaven and earth, glory to your name. Thank you for creating this beautiful earth, which you have given us the privilege to inhabit. We ask, Lord, that you open our eyes and be able to see all the ugliness of our heart, and then open our mind, ears, and hearts so that we allow the Holy Spirit to enter and clean our hearts. Come into our life and take control, Lord. We don't know what we're doing. We always mess it up even when we want to do good. Take our life and use it to glorify your body, the church. We belong to you, Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes another reading and interpretation of Luke chapter 6. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.